0: Joseph Scott Pemberton's presidential pardon now in the hands of the Philippine Prisons Bureau. Bodies continue to pile up in President Duterte's bloody war on drugs despite the pandemic, according to Human Rights Watch. And the skies in the Bay Area turn orange as wildfires continue to ravage California. Good afternoon. I'm Cardina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. We begin with news on the impending release of convicted killer Joseph Scott Pemberton from prison. A copy of the controversial pardon granted by President Rodrigo Duterte, now in the hands of the Bureau of Corrections, Angel Movido, now on the line with details. Angel, go ahead.
1: Yes, Carmina, the official copy of U.S. Marine Lance Corporal Joseph Scott Pemberton's absolute pardon has already been transmitted to the Bureau of Corrections Thursday morning. View Corps spokesperson Gabriel Taklag in a text message confirmed to receiving Pemberton's certified true copy of absent pardon together with a letter from the Justice Department dated September 9 2020 the document showed the absolute and unconditional pardon granted by President Rodrigo Duterte to Pemberton who was convicted of homicide for the killing of Jennifer Laude Bucar officials however have yet to confirm whether uh, Pemberton's release will be possible today however Chuck lag assured the Bucor has started the release process for Pemberton to include biometrics, validation, and the COVID-19 swab test as part of the protocols for PDLs being released during this pandemic. Pemberton's lawyer, Attorney Rowena Garcia-Flores, however, told ABS-CBN News earlier that she has personally yet to receive the official copy of the pardon. Carmina.
0: Angel, do we get any sense of how fast the process is going to be it's now underway but how fast will it be how fast will we see Pemberton leave uh, the premises
1: yes uh, based from uh, our latest conversation also with Bucor officials and a spokesperson uh, they could not give a definite time frame yet uh, as to whether uh, what time or will it be possible today to finish all of these internal processes uh, need for the release of Pemberton, but nevertheless, they assure that uh, they will uh, keep us up to date uh, as to whether how the processes are going and if possible, um, Pemberton will uh, be able to be, uh, if, if Pemberton will be uh, able to
0: uh, walk free today. All right, thanks a lot. Angel Movito there joining us on the line. Blood continues to flow in President Duterte's war on drugs even as the country reels from the COVID-19 pandemic. New York-based Human Rights Watch says the Philippine government's own data shows the police have killed 50% more drug suspects between April to July than they did in the first four months of 2020. HRW's Asia Division researcher Carlos Conde believes poor communities where drug-related killings usually take place have become even more vulnerable to such incidents due to police-enforced coronavirus lockdowns
2: when you consider the fact that the police has not really, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, scaled down their operations. I mean, in fact, on the contrary, the police and all their other agencies, they have been in the, in the thick of things during the lockdown. And then you have, on the other hand, communities, for instance, or poor communities who are pretty much, um, you know, stagnant in their communities because of the lockdown. So they're basically like sitting ducks there, just waiting for for, for the police to, uh, uh, to come.
0: A political statement, that's how one Philippine lawmaker is calling the lower house's move to suspend Wednesday's deliberations on the Presidential Communications Office's 2021 budget. The Makabayan bloc moved for the suspension in the wake of social media posts from PCOO Undersecretary Lorraine Badoy, who allegedly branded left-wing lawmakers as communists and terrorists. For ACT teachers, party list Representative Franz Castro, Badoy's words threatened the lives of these lawmakers. The group is calling on Badoy to resign. They're also looking into filing charges.
3: Ano uh, hindi natin ma um, may ma, lalabas dito yung responsibility then mismo ng buong ano no, ng buong agency ng PCOO.
1: Kasi um, Usec Badoy is an undersecretary, an
0: official of the PCOO, and she should be responsible.
2: Ano ba ang niya rito?
0: PCOO Secretary Martin Andanar meanwhile insists Badoy's personal posts should not affect the agency's budget.
2: There's a Facebook post of Undersecretary Badoy using her own Facebook page. It was not posted on the Presidential Communications Operations Office page which has 2 million followers. It was not even posted on PTV which is more than... 2 million or 3 million followers or the Philippine news agency
0: the Philippine Health Department warning of an irregularly high number of COVID-19 cases in the coming days as laboratories try to catch up with their delayed reports Meanwhile, the DOH is seeking over 200 billion pesos for its budget next year. Let's get details from Christine Sabilio.
3: Higher number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines expected this week as laboratories running PCR tests try to catch up with their delayed reports. The late submissions follow stricter guidelines from the health department this September, requiring laboratories to include the complete addresses and contact numbers of patients. Without complete details, laboratories won't be able to complete their submission in the government central database.
1: We have noted issues raised by the local governments that they cannot initiate contact tracing because the COVID-19 database does not have the complete information, specifically addresses and contact details of patients. We may have an irregularly high number of cases in the
3: coming days. Data showed the number of laboratories able to submit to the DOH on time had been declining, except for September 2nd when compliance was at 90%. The percentage of labs submitting on time went down to around 80% during the first week of September. It dropped further to 76.5% and 70.4% this week. On Monday, 27 laboratories were not able to submit their data, resulting in only 1,300 COVID-19 cases reported that day. But on Tuesday, even with 34 laboratories not complying, cases went up to 3,281. More than 3,100 new infections were announced on Wednesday, based on test results of 105 out of 117 laboratories. Despite this, the average number of COVID-19 tests conducted daily remained at an average of around 35,000. But the health department is still optimistic the number of cases is indeed on a declining
1: trend. We remain cautiously optimistic that we are beginning to see the fruits of our increased response, especially here in the National Capital Region, particularly for monitoring metrics such as increasing contact tracing efficiency.
3: Researchers from the University of the Philippines have also confirmed the downtrend.
2: A few weeks ago, we we're still getting even up to 6,000 cases, although the average naman is uh, around 4,000 plus cases per day in so the Philippines. And now we're getting uh, three.
3: But the UP Pandemic Response Team also said there are other data that need to be monitored, including the percentage of those testing positive, which is still much higher than the 5% benchmark of the World Health Organization.
0: Whether this is something uh, final uh, in terms of the declining trend,
3: it's still a lot to see. The health department has yet to enforce sanctions or penalties on laboratories unable to submit their test results on time to give them leeway to adjust. But if the situation does not improve by next week, the department said it will do something about it. Meanwhile, the agency wants a bigger war chest for 2021 to fight the pandemic. The proposed 200 billion peso budget will be allocated to vaccines, health equipment, and deployment of health workers. Christine Sabilio, ABS CBN News.
0: More allegations of corruption in state insurer PhilHealth. Health. Bagong Generacion Partilist Representative Bernadette Herrera D. revealing PhilHealth Health is reimbursing hospitals for COVID 19 tests, despite already being paid for by patients. Her accusation comes after a provincial hospital reached out to her family member to process the reimbursement of his swab test. Dee says PhilHealth can cover up to 3,500 pesos for COVID 19 tests done in accredited labs. But the hospital who conducted or which conducted her brother's test was eyeing to reimburse the full 9,000 pesos that he paid.
1: you advertise that you can subsidize that you can pay for the 3,500 for PhilHealth members who are qualified, yes. it would have brought down the price of the PCR test. Correct. Because these 105 laboratory uh, institutions would have wanted to avail that. Imagine, yeah. uh-huh. they could accept PhilHealth members who are qualified, give them a free subject, and then they can just um, ask PhilHealth to pay for it. Yeah. But now what's happening is that PhilHealth members are blind they don't know that they can avail of this. Senior yes. citizens, you know, those who are working during the time of COVID, those who were exposed, those who have symptoms that could have had their um, swab test for free. But, but because we weren't informed, and this is what happened.
0: Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara says the PhilHealth Task Force will continue investigating corruption allegations against the agency, including D's latest claim, even after it submits the results of its probe to President Duterte. Manila mayor Isco Moreno asking for public understanding in his decision to close down cemeteries from october thirty first to November three, he says the move is due to the health risks involved in mass gatherings amid the covid nineteen pandemic as all souls stay in the Philippines usually means family reunions and cemeteries. Moreno however says the city may lift the closure if the situation improves before November
2: okay para you have 2 months uh, to visit your loved ones uh, at least at or if not after the said date no. or kung gusto po ninyo siguro naman maiintindihan ng nating mga uh, kaluluwa ng ating mga kamag-anak na nahimlay no na uh, may pangingin
0: Following Moreno's move, the cities of Marikina and San Juan also announced the temporary closure of all cemeteries and columbaries in their jurisdiction over all Souls' Day weekend. Marikina says it will instead issue a cemetery pass, allowing visits within two weeks before and after Halloween. Manila Mayor Isko Moreno defending the Environment Department's white sand project in Manila Bay. Moreno reminds critics the initiative is part of a larger effort to rehabilitate Manila Bay, which he says will do the city good. The mayor also says he doesn't see any reason to put a stop to the project, which has raised health and environmental concerns.
2: Just to uh, give an opportunity to anybody to have a uh, beach feel mm. and a vibrancy in the city and it will attract businesses, mm. tourists, ah, uh, for our hotels in Bay Area, yeah and restaurants, I will do so. Mm. But not I agree with some, I agree with some, don't get me wrong. Mm. But not in this pandemic. We are grateful it's being built for us. Okay. Now if we are going to have a beach front white clean safe Water, natural water. No, okay, Thank you very much. If a year or two or five from now, the next generation will experience what our lolos and lolas experience in the early times of Manila, in the heyday of Manila, when Manila Bay is clean and there is beach in the area, well, siguro yun natin sa next generation
0: eerie orange glow over San Francisco as a massive cloud of smoke covered much of California on Wednesday. Winds have stoked an unprecedented number of fires in the state, forcing rescues and evacuations. Forecasters said diminishing winds were possible by Thursday. More than 14,000 firefighters are currently battling fires across California. Two of the largest blazes in state history have been largely contained in the San Francisco Bay Area after burning for three weeks. The state has set a record with nearly 930,000 hectares burned this year coronavirus deaths in the U.S. have surpassed 190,000. In August alone, the U.S. recorded around 6,100 deaths per week. New cases, though, have fallen for seven weeks in a row. California. Florida, New York and Texas account for about 40 percent of the 6.3 million cases in the U.S. But Iowa and South Dakota have emerged as the two new hotspots. The surge in cases in the states have been linked to the reopening of colleges in Iowa and to a motorcycle rally in South Dakota last month. Worldwide, there are more than 27.7 million COVID-19 cases and over 900,000 deaths, 18.6 million have recovered from the disease. US President Donald Trump admits playing down the dangers of the coronavirus pandemic. Trump says he did not want to create panic or to cause Americans to be frightened.
1: The fact is I'm a cheerleader for this country, I love our country and uh, certainly I'm not going to uh, drive uh, this country or the world into a frenzy. We want to show confidence, we want to show strength, we want to show strength as a nation and that's what I've done and we've done very well, we've done well from any standard.
0: Trump's defense of his administration's coronavirus response comes amid accusations he downplayed the health crisis to boost his chances for re-election. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Stay at home, everyone, and keep safe while you stay with us here on the news channel.